the winners of that altercation, toxic masculinity, patriarchy, white supremacy, like all, all of those factors yep. were like boiled into that moment. This idea to your point, Shannon, of we will never know if anything was said between Jaden and Will right before he went up and, and smacked Chris. And again, like a look can be, you know, a look and a look could be a conversation, right? right? We we've all been married. We have whole conversations with our spouses without words ever coming out of our mouths. Welcome to episode 227 of Pub Theology Live, a weekly conversation on life and faith over a craft brewed pint, a fine wine, or whatever happens to be in your glass. On today's episode, the Reverends Ogan Holder, Shannon Weston, and yours truly, Brian Burkoff, will address and engage what's happening through a theological lens with a good brew in hand. As always, that good brew might be in your very own Pub Theology Life pint glass. If you're watching us on the Facebook live stream or record later, you can see what that looks like. You can get one of these if you become a patron. Head over to patreon.com slash ptlive. We've got some different price plans. And as long as surprise, surprise, supplies, I can talk supplies last. Listen, I did a whole hour talk and record another podcast before this. My face is paralyzed. Uh, I mean, so between supply- price print plans and surprises. Price and surprise. Know. I know, I know. <laughs> Maybe if you just read the script, they wouldn't be a problem. Uh, you can get one of these while supplies last. So have it at patreon.com slash PT Live. And we always thank our current patrons. It's a su- supply surprise. Yeah. This week we'll be talking about Oscar's violence. That sounds like Who's a violence? Movie. The Oscars. Who's Oscar? <laughs> I don't know. I Isaac. Know. I don't know. Finding God and the power of love. Power of your love. Okay. Would you rather? Oh, sorry. That's Brian. You know what? I need a drink, so I'm starting. Yeah. What are you drinking, Shannon? We are we oh, all, no. all over the place. Are you today. already drinking, Shannon? I. You know what? I am nursing a headache, and so I'm going to drink some. I'm actually drinking the same thing I drank last week because I haven't been to the liquor store. So I'm drinking Monument City Brewing Company's a walk through brussels a uh, belgian style triple and i'm also drinking it again because it's delicious so yeah, you can't you go. go wrong i know so here we go so brian what are you drinking well i'm in the cockpit here um <laughs> and i don't know if it's allowable to have a beverage but i'm going to have one good afternoon this is your captain speaking with just a little flight information uh, those tuning in on the video see that i'm wearing my son's gaming headset because my mic is still broke and we're trying to improve the sound I am drinking a Founders All Day IPA. Session ale, good every time. Just sit back and relax and enjoy the rest of the flight. Ogan, what you got today? Um, one of my oldies but goodies, a Kentucky mm, bourbon barrel barrel. Like I know this is like a mass-produced product, but oh my God, it is so delicious. It's so good, though. It's so, so good. good. I love so I love people who say, you know, let's put liquor in other liquor and like <laughs> let it soak up. Like let's put alcohol in other alcohol things. What could possibly go wrong? Right. <laughs> it's like a shotgun, but in a bottle. There you go. 
Ooh. Mm. The drink, not an action. Anyway, I, I was going to say, wow. I think I'm it from works Kentucky. Both... It could have been either. I was going to say, it works both ways. <laughs> I think it works both ways. It might. It might. Oh, man. On to today's topics. So we are in a particular time and place uh, as we record this and as we live our lives. But if you could, would you rather be able to travel through time or teleport anywhere on Earth right now? So so I, I have a follow up question. Is the teleportation thing just a one time shot or, or I possess or we, we possess in these powers at any, you know. Let's make it a one-time deal with a return ticket on okay. either option. That does make a difference. That makes a huge difference. Huh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let me- if it's just, go, go ahead, Shannon, go ahead. Well, I just want to point out that Brian's continued obsession with time travel. Mm-hmm. Like we get this question about every other month, some <laughs> sort of, traveling through time but i and added I in the teleportation you did you you change it each time but he is obsessed with time travel so what i'm hearing is <laughs> you would rather be anywhere else and any time else except for when brian asked a time travel question and i, yes. I did reveal my favorite movie a few episodes no, ago I, I mean i mean brian it, it feels it feels like you're trying to play out this i would rather uh be uh, uh uh, and I'm talking about your life in general. I would rather yeah. be <laughs> somewhere else or sometime else than the life I have now. Yeah, this and is just this is fantasize about this. This is just me saying, <laughs> how do I get the hell out of here? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what it's that's what it sounded like. Um, if okay, so if it's just a one time shot, I would do the time travel. If it is an if it's an ongoing power that I can repeat at at ad nauseum, I'd take teleportation. Right, and you would be nauseous. Probably, but 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 I'm just I'm just gonna keep moving. I mean, not even gonna acknowledge that happened. Keep it moving. Uh, if it's the one time shot, I'd like to time travel at sometime in the future. I just want to see how things are gonna turn out, right? Yeah. Not the past, because you know, go in the past. I'll change mm-hmm. something. It'll fuck everything up. So okay. so future, future, maybe a hundred years from now, maybe five, three, like a big enough jump that yeah. like things are significantly going to be different, right? You know what? I disagree. I I mean, I want to do that, but mm-hmm. I just I just thought you were a genius, and then you undid it. I want to go. You're like, not the first or the last person to have said. That. <laughs> oh boy. I want to go five years into the future. I want to grab the stock market statistics and the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I'm going to go five years back so that it's only a short amount of when it's, there's a small window in which I then make a ton of money. And then I don't need to time travel because my world is significantly better. <laughs> Look at you. Wow. Yeah. So you want to go get like the sports almanac and the winning lotto numbers and yeah, which, yeah, yeah. which stocks go up. Shannon wants to cheat. I want to cheat the system because the system is broken anyway. There you go. And I want to cheat the system. I want to make a lot of money. I want to give away a lot of it. And I want to just be able to quit my job and travel. And, and like, but I want. It's like you read my mind. And I want to be able to do that for the, the rest of my life. And I want the rest of my life to start, you know, shortly after now. So, you know. (laughs) five years max maybe three i don't know or, or okay. you could go far enough in the future and figure out the technology they 
we develop to solve climate change and then bring it back so we can get started on that sooner. Go forward fast, far enough to win, That's Brian. That's not going to get me rich, Brian. <laughs> well, maybe you could sell it in good in a, in the name of doing good. Go forward in time, far enough to when they fix Brian's microphone and bring it back for him. <laughs> oh my gosh! Is it is it Start terrible? There. Is it terrible? <laughs> no, we're Start ragging there. you because you're going to hate it. We don't. Care. I look like an idiot, and I think I sound like an idiot. <laughs> You do sound like you're in a cockpit. Like I feel like every time he's like, "Hello, ladies and gentlemen, we are flying at thirty thousand." Oh my god! Oh my god! You are now free to move about the cabin. (laughs) Okay, let's move on. I don't want to move on. I don't. I don't. But let's move on. I I think. Well, I I think I agree with Ogan that if it's a one-time thing, time travel is way more interesting. But you're right. If you could have the ability to teleport. Like you'd cut down on any commuting, you could go, tra- you travel, in, you know, forget plane tickets, you could just I'd explore every corner of the earth. Yeah, that would yeah. be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. That, that but would, if it was one time, you said, you said I could only teleport and come right back. Like you didn't say I could like. No, no, you so, can so, hang out. Right. You, you can, can ha- you can go and hang out, but you can only use it once is what I said. Yeah, yeah. But, then but you I, don't have okay. to come right back. All right. <laughs> But yes, you're right. If but so we were saying if we bent the rules and you could use it repeatedly ad nauseum to quote. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would. I would but I have to stay in this time period. Like I have to stay in. Yes. Yes. This yeah. March twenty whatever twenty nine. Yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. yeah. So Sorry. yeah. So you were saying just even if that were the case, just get some of that future wisdom to help you afford to travel. Then you don't need to teleport. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. All right. Solved. Well, I mean, we could we could teleport into we can teleport into some boardrooms to get some insider information, right? So so well, we could have too. the best of both worlds. But you still have to thing. go to the right place. Anyway. I mean, teleport Putin and the Ukraine war would be over. I mean, <sighs> you know. Well, see if same. everyone had I was talking with somebody the other day, which is why this came up. Uh if everyone had the ability to teleport, like when, like we'd oh, have it'd be a shit show. We'd have millions of Ukrainians arriving like in our exactly. neighborhood. <laughs> all at once and then what do you do you know well not just ukrainians like a lot of people around the world would be like america now (laughs) hit the america (laughs) button well there might be some of us in america teleporting our way out too well i'm not saying i wouldn't they can have my house but there's there's that no what's going to happen is people are going to materialize in the same spot at the same time and we're going to have this match with bodies and it's going to be messy the coast is calling me so (laughs) if somebody has a house that they want to swap at any time i'm i'm ready there you go i'm with you i'm with you well, uh, if you didn't see it live, you saw it later, you heard about it uh, during the Oscars on Sunday night, uh, Will Smith struck Chris Rock after Rock made an insensitive joke about Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. So what is your reaction to this? I'll give a couple of reactions. There have been no end to the reactions, but uh, Tiffany Haydish called the moment the most beautiful thing she's ever seen and noted that as a woman who has been unprotected that meant the world to me um what will tiffany haddish let's pronounce her name correct thank you haddish Haddish. thank you and then uh uh, author john pavlovitz on the other hand said that defending will smith's oscars violence is a bad decision and uh as of now as far as i understand it uh, Chris Rock has not decided to press charges over the altercation. 
And as far as I know, he's not apologized for the joke either, which is also in poor taste. Uh, Will Smith has apologized for his actions. And yes, and, that, that, those, that is true since this was written. Um, so, so, so for that, I commend Will Smith. Um, would, I must, did you, were y'all watching it live or no? No, but um, I was watching something else and on Instagram and started mm. seeing some really strange memes and went digging after what that was about. So I saw it shortly after. Uh, I was watching live because because for the first time in a long time, we have live TV. And and I was like, hey, it's live TV. What can I watch that I probably shouldn't be wasting my time watching right now? And Oscars. I was like, oh, let's watch the Oscars. And so was... what was your immediate reaction? Oh, so you know, I was, we were watching Oscar movies. We were actually watching West Side Story. Like we had oh. spent the weekend watching Best Picture nominees. Gotcha. So. so my first reaction when I saw Will Smith walk up and do the slap was I thought this was a staged moment. And I think like most everybody else in the theater did, too, because there was a lot of laughter yeah, right. when it happened. Yeah. Right. And now, was it bleeped when you saw it? So 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 the slap wasn't you uh-huh. heard the slap, which could be, you know, you could do a stage slap. Right. But 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 the bleeping started when Chris Rock said, you know, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Yeah. That's when the bleep happened. And I knew something was wrong when the volume never came back. Right. Because uh, well, we, at first I was like, "Is wait, is my streaming messed up? Did I have a yep. loose cable? And then I realized it didn't come back when then the camera panned to Will Smith and he was saying, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. Right. right. And, and Lupita Nyong'o sitting behind him with like deer and head like us. Those are the memes that I saw. I saw the right? memes of her. And I was like, yes. well, this has just happened. You and know, I was like, like, that's what I was like. Oh, so shit. The, I the think first this was one real. I saw, and we, we like paused the movie. I was like, Derek, something just happened. And like, we like paused the movie. I mean, it was like breaking news, right? And mm. I'm on Instagram. And, and the first one we got was a fully bleeped version. So yes. what's interesting is they're not bleeping the joke. No. They're keeping the joke. Yes. And then they start bleeping with, Will yes. Smith just slapped the shit out of me and then he goes back. but all of that is just silence. Yes. And so you're and that's where like I think the tweet that we were seeing was like this had to be stage whatever and Derek was like they don't believe all that for staging. Yeah. No. And when I, and, well, I was just going to say quickly uh-huh. like when I the first time I saw it it looks like Will Smith is like smiling slash laughing at right after he slaps him which is what made me think it was staged like he he's like I can't believe we did this it's funny haha so here's the story that I'm making up right is that uh because when when Chris Rock makes the joke uh Will Smith laughs in response to the joke right. and and Jada rolls her eyes and gives Chris Rock the eyes, right? Like, yeah. you know, you're dumbass sort of. And it, did deal. it take him seeing his wife's reaction? So like- this is what we don't know because something happened between that moment where he laughed in response to the joke, whether it was a genuine laugh or a, you know, a, 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 a fake laugh to be in the moment and and him walking up so i don't know who said what to what maybe he saw his wife not laughing i'm wondering 
he's sitting there laughing and wondering if his wife also gives him a look. <laughs> yes. Right. Well, and, <laughs> making and all that up. The but the ask. Last- oh, go ahead. Well, I just want to step back for a second in in all of that, because like. I want to step into the ambiguity that all of that can be true, you know, Mm -hmm. in the sense that like, I don't, I mean, I can't imagine maybe it did where Jada leaned over and went, you better go smack him. Like, I can't imagine that actually took place, but was Listen, it his- we we all married. We know that could be communicated in a I mean, look. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> gotta say. And and like we also don't know necessarily their full dynamic of like, is that something expected of him in that marriage? But what bothers me about this is I read an article where, you know, I think it was like Diddy or something that was like, they resolved it after Will and Chris resolved it after. I was like, well, thanks, Diddy, for letting us know, you know, but like it's Will and Chris resolved it, right? Like, whether Jada's involved in the look to get that point, whether she was letting it go, whether she feels like that was a defending her honor or whether she's embarrassed, like she's lost in all of this. You know what I mean? And that like, it can be very true that what we saw was embarrassing, was wrong, was right, quote unquote, was violent and violence is never okay kind of thing was inappropriate and also what he had in the moment you know i i kept thinking later like what if there wasn't a slap what if he just yelled out what he yelled out right Mm -hmm. like wouldn't that have been enough to honor you know and then there's the denzel the thing that apparently denzel said after to him backstage yeah I mean, which he then came out in his speech and and Will Smith said of like, Denzel reminded me that, you know, it's when you're at your top that the devil comes calling or whatever. Not, not, Um, not backstage, but, but right after right there. Cause there were, there were a bunch of people who, who were like talking him down. Denzel, uh, 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 um, what's his name? (laughs) Medea. Why can't I think of names? It's okay. But, Uh, and you know, I mean, also, you know, Questlove won a freaking Oscar after that. Let's like, not forget that. Let's, let's not, not also forget. let's not all forget. The Summer of Soul was amazing. Yeah, let's not also forget the the first uh, deaf actor winning winning. Yes, you know, yeah. best uh, supporting actor. Let's let's not forget all the highlights of that thing. But 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 the thing. So the thing I wrote on Facebook is the winners of that altercation: toxic masculinity, patriarchy white supremacy like all all of those factors were like boiled into that moment this idea to your point shannon of we will never know if anything was said between Jaden and will right before he went up and and smacked chris and again like a look can be you know a look and a look could be a conversation right? right we we've all been married we have whole conversations with our spouses without words ever coming out of our mouth. Or a best friend or a, right. you know, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone who knows you. Yeah. Or a stranger but, across the room that just gets it. Exactly. But this, <laughs> that would have been Steve Buscemi in this case. Seriously. Uh, uh, I don't know which room that's in, but my mind just went a whole lot of weird places. So we're going to, we're going to wheel it back in. Um, and, and, but, but this whole idea of the defending your wife's honor sort of deal to your point, mm. silencing her and taking her out of the equation and 
and this is this is patriarchy and toxic masculinity at its at its disgusting finest right so what would you say to tiffany who called it the most beautiful thing she's ever seen so here's the thing about toxic masculinity and the patriarchy. You don't have to be a man. You don't only, you, it's not just men that have internalized it. Sure. Right. Women have internalized it. This idea that we want a man who will go fight for us. We want a, a man who will go punch out somebody yep. in our name. Right. Who will enact violence. That's that too. Right. So both us men and women have internalized that idea, that, that premise and, 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 we we can draw the roots all we can draw all of it back to this to 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 yes white supremacy cultural norms and and when I posted this there are people like we don't understand why that is and the 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 word for the day is paternalism paternalism is when one group who is usually yeah. in a in a higher power position thinks they know better for others who are in a in a in a weaker more marginalized position and in this patriarchal world we lived in it's it's us men, we know better for the women. We got to speak for them. We got to protect them. And as much as we've moved on in society, that idea still permeates. So we have this behavior and, and, and all the people who are up talking around how this is how a man is supposed to, to look out for his wife and, and women who are saying, this is, I want my man to be like this. You're perpetuating the violence and you're also instilling shame in men like me who are not going to go punch someone in their face. Right. Because now all of a sudden, um, if I am not aware of of how of how I've internalized that as well, I am feeling ashamed for the fact is I am not that I am not, quote unquote, masculine enough. And violence is not a hallmark of masculinity. It is not. But we have made it that way over centuries and centuries and 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 we got changed that yeah and say more about the white supremacy part it, is it partly in that here is a some white folks will sort of feel like their stereotypes of of black male violence are are justified and reinforced yes that's part of it the the also the idea even even chris rock's joke right this mm-hmm. this uh putting down black women um, yeah. um, you know, we, we, we praise, we praise the strong, but we make fun of and, and put down those who are weaker is again, that idea of we create value by those who are stronger and can produce more. So all of, all of that's related and all that's tied in. So, so again, when people hear white supremacy, they go to the extreme images of KKK and Nazis and so on, but the tendrils of it are like in everything. And, and it shows up in the patriarchy. It shows up in, in right. heteronormativeness. Don't get me started on those stupid bills that are making through so many houses and senates well, and states right now. All that's part of it. And let's also name the other, you know, the, the other strain, which is all the reaction to it, which are all the white people who are like, this is completely unacceptable. Yeah. But who are saying police brutality is, is you know, that was their job. And you know, there, there's, there's, there's all kinds of things that flux here. And, you know, the judgment of whether or not he acted appropriately, not appropriately, like it's needs to be understood carefully in that, that scene, whether we participated in it or not, that scene perpetuated the white supremacy of this country 
And like you said, Brian, it reinforced a continued narrative, whether it's true or not, that black on black violence is okay. Yes. And, and so you're like, well, but you're saying that people are saying it's not okay. And that's white supremacy. And people are saying, well, it is okay. And that's white supremacy. Yes. It's all white supremacy. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. We can't escape that. Yes. So I saw someone frame this as uh, she posted something about, I support Chris Rock because I support free speech in the first amendment. And I thought, I thought, is that what this is about? So listen, listen, Um, he, so we got to remember he's a comedian. And comedians sometimes say awful things. That's not an excuse. Sometimes comedians say awful things. And you know how we know he said an awful thing? Because when he said it, pretty much everyone in the auditorium groaned and booed. And then he had to like go like, come on. And that's then he had to funny. It. He, he said yeah, that yeah. was a nice one. Right. When yeah. you got to defend your joke as a comedian, you have missed right. the mark. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I, and, and, you know, people are like, well, how else was Will Smith supposed to respond? That dude has a platform of tens of millions of followers, right? How you respond is that you take Chris to task later, yeah. mm-hmm. right? You, you, and you, you let you, your, your very strong and black woman, yeah, who has a huge platform herself, yeah, yes, handle it. Yes. Right. You, you maybe follow her lead and also give the stink eye. Well, that too. I mean, like that, and you know, because that were look just could have easily have read. We're going to talk to him later. You know, exactly, like, exactly. And we're going to have not, words with him later. Let's not forget, he also had all eyes on him when he won the award for best Ooh, actor later, awkward. right? So you stay in your seat. And then not that you knew you were going to win, but but you stayed in your seat. You had the opportunity later to come up. And if you want to say something, then call him out, put the pressure on him to 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 retract what he said or or to make peace or to apologize or whatever. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that's the part that we kept talking about, because it's like, okay, he the the. The nominations were cast or the votes were cast. He won the award. Fine. Mm-hmm. But we there keeps being these articles about a code of ethics in the Oscar. Right. And yeah. like how he violated the code of ethics. And they had every opportunity to say. Excuse me, Mr. Smith, you're going to need to come with us like you're not allowed in this room anymore tonight. And so, well, I think they didn't know how to react that quickly. No, 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 no. That's place. so now. So now we got class and privilege showing up. I well, but let's let's be let's be clear. There yeah. may have been some other actors who, if they'd done that, they'd have been escorted out. But that's, he's an A list, right? Yeah. That's how you know you're an A list. You were sitting at one of them little coffee tables mm-hmm. or sofas up front, <laughs> right? They were in the cafe. They were in the chairs. There was exactly. Yeah, exactly. Do you see where Questlove was sitting way back there in the back? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, 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 so. Derek let's... was actually really mad. He was like, "They couldn't have found a better seat for Questlove." Just and saying. I was like, "In this room, probably not, honey." <laughs> just, just saying. So, so let's recognize that that was at play as as well, right? Um, if 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 he'd if he'd been able to perhaps get a better handle on the emotions in a minute, what would have been a greater sign of of dis of disapproval was after that joke, like right after him and Jada get up and walk out and go home. Right. Like we're not gonna stay. 
we're not we're not staying for this bullshit. Yep. And then write, send a message. If I win this award for best actor, here's what you read mm-hmm. and, and call him out. So there are many different ways uh, that 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 could have been handled. But but let's also remember. And, and this is the thing that also concerns me and, and makes me question where what's going on in Will Smith's life that this yeah. is the breaking point. Right. Like like. To his yeah. to the point he said later in his acceptance speech, when you were in that position, you get a lot of shit thrown at you. Right. right. So 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 for me, this felt very much. And again, I have no evidence to support this, but this felt very much like a final straw breaking the camel's back sort of situation. And it really makes me wonder what else is going on in this yeah, man's yeah, life. Yeah. There's something else. This under This thing yeah. set him off to in front of a not just a live auditorium but millions watching around the world well it's the oscars hundreds of thousands watching right, around right, the right, world right, right. maybe but, all, but all of your peers in the industry you know right right and well, and now how is that jeopardizing his his future so clearly there was not a lot of thought here and 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 what we saw was you know what what psychologists call amygdala hijack dude got right. triggered the, the reptilian brain took over and he just he flight or fight. He chose fight and he went for it. Right. <laughs> well, Did not give he, enough time for the prefrontal lobe to settle in and go like this might not be a good yeah, idea. You may and, and one last thing that I want to say about that is, you know, people have done a lot of like he was laughing at the joke when it first, you know, when it first panned on him. And and I actually have had to I've watched it a couple of times to go like was like I don't know that that had registered yet. I don't know that he laughed at it as much as the whole room was still laughing from the last mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing about laughter is you kind of get caught up in it. And it takes a second for words to register. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, so they were like, well, they were laughing. And then again, there's the there's that quick blame to Jada because she gives a she rolls her eyes and whether or not that was something between them or not, like well, he was laughing until Jada jumped in. Like, that's also a blame the victim mentality that we need it, to it, not it, get into. It is. And, you know? and I applaud her for her reaction, because in all of that mess, that's the only appropriate thing that happened. Yep. Her rolling her eyes at Chris Rock and going like, dude, that is not funny. I've read some I've read uh, a few multiple things today that said Chris Rock did not know that she had uh, was suffering from alopecia, alopecia. you know autoimmune disease that, that manifests so, in and, some people. As and the only loss. other thing to say to that but, is like, he may not have known, but nobody knew this is a public thing. She has talked about. It is you know? a very public thing. And I also don't know that, that they knew that joke was coming from him. I don't think that joke knew. I don't think anybody else knew that he was going to get on. Yeah. I don't know and, enough and, about and, what was and, going on there. And, well, and riff like that. Cause, but, but go ahead, Brian. Yeah. Well, I was just to say like, punching down is never a good thing or yeah taking Mm -hmm. something that's very personal that someone's struggling with that obviously is is not the material you want to lean on as a comedian but comedians nearly always at these things say things that are mean and that are partially rooted in the truth and that it kind of hurts to hear sometimes and yet people laugh like if people punched comedians every time you know they said something they're you know it would happen a lot frankly like you think of uh the guy holding the hosting the golden globes um ricky gervais ricky gervais or you oh know name gosh. the name the person <laughs> like they say things and it's like dude what the how are you yeah. saying this 
That's all many and many comedians have expressed uh, sort of uh, um, not fear, but like now anticipation about this. They're like that dude just opened a door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, also that, you know, we don't we don't know what this is, we, what it's going to look like now. But but I got to again, back to that A-list treatment. Uh, um, um, what's his name? Jalen Rose, you know, basketball player. He, he hosts a sports podcast, uh, Jalen Jacoby. He uh, uh, yesterday was my favorite response where he leaned into the camera and he said, for all the people who look like me, i.e. black people, he said, let's be clear. We walk up to a club or an event and we stop somebody. We going out in handcuffs. We are not Will Smith. Right. <laughs> right? right. Back, back to that class and privilege and where he's at. He got he got the special treatment in that moment because of his stature. The yeah. rest of us don't. We walk up and we hit somebody. Like we get at best case scenario, we get escorted out in handcuffs. Worst case scenario, somebody calling the police, we get shot. So, yeah. so, so again, back to this whole um, per, uh, sending the idea that this is how we husbands slash men are supposed to respond. It set a very dangerous precedent. Yeah, and and we we gotta we gotta take a step back and learn as everybody but especially as men how to how to be in touch with with our emotions and regulate and rem, and and come up with with techniques for when we are triggered to take a breath before we react there was there was nothing about that in his response that 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 said this is a kind of man any man should be you know we gave up dueling you know come on mm -hmm. centuries ago or at least good few decades ago like this this is not how we do things now and it should not be how we do things and especially to shannon's point in all of this both sides have silenced the women and that is again misogyny all over even even def quote unquote defending the honor that, that's yeah. what that is right exactly all right. So this is a good, good next uh, question. A psychologist writes, it's hard to stay calm when people are saying things you strongly oppose. Okay. <laughs> Example at hand. It can be tempting, she writes, and even cathartic in the moment to blow up at them. Our goals in difficult conversations should generally be to one, protect the relationship with that person. That is the person who said the thing that you strongly disagree with. And two, to increase your understanding and increase the chances that you will be understood, these goals are much harder than exploding. In other words, blowing up is the easy way out. Um, so the question for us is, do you agree with these goals of protecting the relationship and increasing understanding? And have you been successful at this kind of engagement in a situation where someone says something that triggers you or that you just have a violently negative reaction to? Um. I don't know about protecting the relationship. I guess it depends on who it is. So if it's if it's like you know a, a, a good friend, um, and then maybe an employer sometimes or or a partner, and we we have opposing views. Yes, protect the relationship. But there's some people you don't need to protect a relationship with. For example, if I am you know the honorable Katanji Brown Jackson. Yeah. I do not feel the need to protect a relationship with Ted Cruz right. <laughs> or Lindsey Graham right. or Josh Hawley or Tom Cotton. 
right? I don't I don't feel a need to protect a relationship with them. So right. Although she needs to pass the process. Yes. But but there's a difference between that and protecting the relationship. Yeah. OK, for sure. For so, sure. so she did everything she needed to do in the face of that idiocy to get her through the confirmation process. She's not going to do a couple's vacation to Cancun with Ted Cruz. <laughs> no. And, and, and she's not. It's <laughs> an no. awful visual. <laughs> no, 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 she's not. And, in the middle and, of an ice storm in Texas. No. And she exactly. didn't pull a Will Smith either. Right. She didn't. She didn't pull one of those. No, uh, and she because, didn't pull a what's his name, the other justice. She uh, didn't pull uh, a Brett uh, Kavanaugh. She, she didn't pull a Brett oh Kavanaugh, right? Which would have been judged even harshly because of her gender and her race. Of course, of course. So, 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 I think the protect the relationship is very contextual. Um, I would agree with the increase in understanding and the chances that you are understood. Yes, I can, I can lean into that. But yeah. to get back to the thing I'm saying that I said right before. This, this is where mindfulness practices are really helpful. How do we stop ourselves from exploding when yeah. we are triggered, right? And when we are triggered is because there's that wounded herd part of us that's been activated and, yeah. and, and, you know, the amygdala takes over. We feel we're being attacked and we go into the fight, fight, freeze or pre appease. And we don't give our prefrontal lobe time to, to do all of these things, think about protecting relationships, think about increasing understanding or being understood. That's that that takes a little time. Mm-hmm. And the 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 reptilian amygdala response takes virtually no time. Sort of sort of deal. You like the rhyming. I like the alliteration. So I've I always say flight, fight, freezer, fawn. And there you, go. you know, it's that that which I happen to be. So when they added that, I was like, oh, thank God, because I didn't really fit in the other one. Wait, you know, yes. which fawn? Fawn. So like, I'll do whatever, whatever I need to say to make it better. Right? Yes. Okay, me too. Okay. Type yeah. type nine on the Enneagram. That is well, all or me. Type two, you know, like it's yeah. just this, this, but it's a trauma response to like, yes. let's just make it better. It can be all, it can be all my fault. Like, that's fine. It, mm-hmm. it, like, I'll take all the responsibility. Oh, just geez. let's just make it fine, wait, which wait, is oh. different than fighting. And it's different than running away and it's different than freezing because I do have a response. Are, yeah. you, are you a fighter, Brian? Brian's like, I don't, I, f- I feel Brian's not on board with the appeasing. What are you, Brian? Uh, let's say between fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. Uh, so Will Smith's clearly a fight. <laughs> that was it, a dep- it, dep- it totally depends on the context. I think I'm capable of all of those responses, you know? Sure. Well, it really we is all, contextual. He's such a nine, he can't commit. <laughs> <laughs> Well said. So, so I, I mean, I also think a lot of this, I actually agree with these two in a very general way, right? Which is how I feel this quote is coming out of this very general response. Um, I, I, I never want to blow up a relationship over a situation where we strongly oppose, right? And so as much as that may not be my first instinct to protect the relationship, I also don't want to make it worse. But I find myself more and more these days asking myself this question, is this my work or is this our work? So is this something we need to talk about together or is this triggering something in me that I need to deal with? 
right? That mm. I like that I'm noticing, I'm aware, like it's, but you have to cultivate that mindfulness, right? Like Ogan said, to be able to do that self inventory in that moment. That's and, a great distinction. I like that. Yeah. And so I, I, I often find myself like, okay, is this something I need to bring to the group or to the person? Or is this something like I'm just, that's coming up for me? Um, and, and I think that makes a difference. I'm, I am easy. Like I used to be, I have had to train myself out of blowing up. Um, I mean, listen, you guys, I'm a redhead. Like it's, it, it really is that simple. Like it, it really is there. Um, and even mm. now, like people that know me best where it's really safe and my guard is down, like I'll blow up and know, knowing I can walk it back, you know, mm -hmm. giving myself permission to walk it back. Um, if you change plans on me real quick, and, you know, if Derek's like, we're not doing that, we're doing this now. And I'm like, wait a second, what? And then I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. That's good. You know, like I need a minute. Yeah, <laughs> like I need sure. a hot second. Um, so on Facebook, uh, listener Tim, 20 minutes ago said, go Ogan. Thanks for giving voice to what I have been thinking. So whatever I said 20 minutes ago was clearly genius. And I stand by it. <laughs> Let uh, it be noted for all time. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but whatever it was, <laughs> there you go. Um, but a lot of, a lot of, uh, to piggyback on what Shannon said, a lot of this is also our relationship with anger, right? Yeah. And, and so many of us are, we don't yeah. have a healthy relationship with anger. And I'm throwing myself under the bus here. I used yeah. to not have a healthy relationship with anger, as yeah. in, I used to try and bury it, squelch it, not express it. And mm -hmm. the thought of even perhaps, you know, in true type nine style, making somebody else angry with me used to silence me which only made me not get my needs met, which yep. would build up. And then I would explode. Then you'd blow up. Exactly. So a lot and of it had I, to I, be around me um, um, creating a healthy relationship with my anger and realize that anger in and of itself is simply uh, an arrow pointed to here's a need I have that's not being met. Yes. What is that need? Yeah. Have I expressed that need? How can I express it in a way again that's healthy, productive, and 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 to that point of the question, keep us connected in relationship? Yeah, and let's also not forget that sometimes the strongly opposed thing is somebody saying, "This is your problem," when really it's not my problem; it's their problem. Yes. You know what I mean? And like yes. you're trying to get me to take something on that isn't mine as well. And, and I do actually want to give voice to like, it can be cathartic to blow up. And how can you do that in a cathartic way that is not directed at somebody? Do you know what I mean? Like you go I to am, one of them places that allow you to break shit. Exactly. <laughs> go or, chop some wood. <laughs> or you do have coveted sacred people in your life yes. that you're like, you wouldn't believe what just happened, yes. you know, and yes. you let it go. And, and there's a point where that gets dangerous, but there's also a way in which that's healthy, you know? Right. It is, it is very healthy because, because we carry all that in our body. And if mm -hmm. we don't discharge it, right, it becomes toxic to our bodies and our minds or emotions. This is, this is why I exercise five to six days a week. Right. <laughs> not because not I just want to look good, which I do, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but if I don't, right. Uh, you know, seven, what, yeah, seven years. We can't of, all be Brian and look good without working out. Without yeah. working out, right. Uh, seven. <laughs> Whoa, easy. <laughs> I think we just paid you a compliment, man. <laughs> Take it. 
you know, seven, seven years of a grief experience, uh, uh, working, uh, uh, existing as a, as a black person in America, like there's a lot going on and I have to discharge it. And if I don't, it gets pent up. Like, I know I, 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 I observe myself like when I go on like uh, a prolonged or extended vacation and I don't exercise and, and I realize that about, you know, five to seven days into a vacation, if it's that length of vacation and I am not exercising, I become irritable. I become impatient. Mm. Things piss me off a lot easier. Mm-hmm. I start to become a little bit uh, uh, moody to the point of depressed uh, like like a lot of stuff happens and that's because I am not discharging all of this from from my body. This is an embodied experience and and, and we forget that. So 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 the 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 looking good is is a fortunate side effect of the working out. But let's be clear, that's that's why I work out as much as I do to it it, it is a mindfulness practice and a, to get, to get these emotions discharged out of, out of my body. Brian, I feel like you've been quiet. I, I, it's the headset. (laughs) I know I'm self-conscious about this. He's trying to, he's trying not to have to edit. You guys carry it today. I'm flying the ship. You guys land it. I, I mean, I, I have, has there been a moment that, I mean, you know, it's personal therapy time for us today. Like, that you've blown up and then had this difficult, you know, tightrope to walk. I mean, I think we all have, but. Yeah. I, you know, I, being, you know, all of us as clergy, we're in a very public job where we sometimes encounter people who disagree with us, you know, strongly on an issue. Um, and, you know, having done pub theology conversations for a long time, you know, in, inevitably there'll be opinions expressed that you are like, mm, you know, that's, don't agree right. with that. And yet you're trying to create space for people to share what, you know, how they see the world. So I, I feel like I do pretty well in those public settings. Uh, but there have been times where I too have struggled with anger and it tends to be the people you're closest to that are the recipients because it's like, well, they can't get rid of me. So, so you know, yeah. sometimes you let your guard down and you know, there've been times that, you know, Christy could probably point to where, yeah, I got angry and it wasn't good, you know, for her or the family or, or anyone. I think I've gotten a lot better th- at that over the years and healthier ways to sort of, you know, tap into what might trigger me and not be in that place where I'm, am triggered. Um, but it, it can be hard um, to, to not let the blood pressure rise. Like when someone is saying mm-hmm. something, do you feel like I know that's like, I just, my whole body reacts to what you're saying as being false and harmful. And yet here you are saying these words and you believe it. And I want to just like make them see instantly that they're wrong, but you, there's no instant mind change, you know, trick, you know? And so it's yeah. really hard to, to ask the follow-up questions, to lower your own internal temperature and then ask the follow-up questions like, well, how do, why do you see it that way? Or what, what leads you to that view? It's hard to be patient and take sort of the longer path in those conversations. And yet when we do that, sometimes we discover there's something underneath that really has to be dealt with before the issue we're disagreeing with can be, you know, dealt with. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and I think that's what, you know, I actually, I had Bible study last week and um, my Bible studies on Thursday morning in a predominantly white church with predominantly older people. So that's what Bible study looks like on a Thursday at 10 AM, right? Like it's going to be all the retired people. It's all the, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and a woman who she just turned 88, you know, but she brought the, the issue she had been watching the Jackson, you know, confirmation hearings and was trying to voice as an 88 year old white woman, what she was trying to voice, which we did give voice to in the discussion um, before Bible study started was how uncomfortable it made her to watch people being so watch Congress people being so openly, blatantly racist to this woman. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. Like, and does and she, she not was, have C-SPAN? I mean, like I mean, this, is, this is regular day of Congress. Well, about. and but that's I what we were trying to name is like, you know, you'd like to think the world is better, right? We like to think that we've like, if they want to ask her hard questions about her, you know, cases or whatever, great. Mm. Like ask her hard questions. This is a Supreme court, you know, whatever, but they, you know, they are being, and it, it touches on obviously larger issues for her. And we had people that disagreed in the room and, and there was a moment where one person like halfway through the actual Bible study stopped the Bible study and was like, I'm really sorry. Like, like he had, he was defending Kavanaugh and was defending whatever. And like, it was like, okay, we need to start, you know, like it was one of those kind of moments. Blessed are the peacemakers. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Breathe. But in the middle, but so for me, it was a, and then we actually talked about, it, it was pertinent to the Bible study, but it, we were talking about how reconciliation doesn't just come with others or with God. Like you have to do some reconciliation within yourself. Yes. Right. So whatever it is we're talking about, this could also be applied. I actually think it's a lot easier to resolve a relationship with another person, depending on the person, than it is to necessarily forgive yourself for blowing up in those cathartic moments, going Facts. too far, you know, things like that, which is part of the reason why we shouldn't do it, you know. So 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 the so the Buddhists have this uh, concept called the second arrow which is like, you know, we, we blew up at the person, which was quote unquote bad. And then we feel bad for blowing up at the person. <laughs> so, so we, it's we the, double, we double whammy ourselves. When I have one finger pointed at you, there's three pointing back at me. Right. Right. <laughs> so, so, so part of that whole healing journey is to understand that there is no world in which we will never be triggered. Right. right. So we got to right. accept that. Yeah. Because yep. we all got wounds, we all got issues, and people we're attached to, so so we're never going to get to a point where we are never triggered. And I think for some for some practices, they set that up as as a as a false like uh, a goal that that you know, or or people assume that if I meditate enough, if I pray enough, if I do whatever enough, I'll get to the point where I'm not triggered or or I don't ever become angry anymore. Whatever. Okay, throw that out the window. That's not going to happen because we're human we're always gonna that response is always going to be there that's not a bad thing okay if we can accept that about ourselves that it's not some moral failing because we got angry or we got triggered or we got upset then we can move, truly embrace the practices that 
that can go now when that happens, not if, but when that happens, you know, how do we create space between that happening and then us reacting in a violent way, mm-hmm. right? And and in a regrettable way, saying and doing things that are not appropriate, that could sever relationships. Um, there's always a space. It may be a really small space, but there's always a space between between the the, the trigger and and the reaction. So now the work becomes how do we cultivate a practice that trains us? Uh, and you mentioned this earlier, Shannon, that trains us to get trigger. And now rather than do the fight, fight, please appease response to recognize that. that also that's, responding. Also known as spawning <laughs> for, for you alliterists uh, to recognize, to recognize that that's going to happen. And, and we can, we can teach ourselves how to hit the pause button when it does yes. and take a step back and breathe. Now, to for be sure. clear, there's some cases where our actual physical lives might be at risk and we just got to act oh. in that moment, yeah, yeah, but yeah. we've got to distinguish that. Right. So right. back to that whole Will Smith thing, what Chris Rock said was deplorable, but nobody's life was literally at risk. Right. Well, and right. I would, I would, my, my argument back to the psychologist, if we were in dialogue to this and by argument, I mean, in the best possible way, you know, mm-hmm. like not physical argument, discussion, um, discussion is, you know, um, these goals are much harder than exploding. Well, you're going to have to deal with these goals, whether you explode or not. So why not, not explode, you know, like you're going to still have to deal with the relationship and you're going to have to deal with increasing your understanding and the chances that you're being understood. And it's going to be twice as hard if you actually blow up in the situation. Yeah. Right. So either way, these things are going to come around whether or not you actually do it well or not. Yeah. Blowing up never solves the, the, the conflict or the issue. And, and even in the, to go back to the Oscars, like Will Smith wanted justice for his wife. He wanted that not to have been said, but him reacting as he did only made it worse. Mm-hmm. And, and also we also have to remember that if, if a blow up does happen, you can still come back from it. Right? Exactly. And, well, for and, sure. And that it, begins with, with being humble, humble right. enough to, to own your part yeah. of, of how you contributed humble enough to go, what, what is in this for me to learn about myself? Yeah. And then the, the most difficult humble part to apologize. And this and, is going to be for sure. the most watched red table talk in the history of red table. Talks. I know. Right. When like, they decide I'm, to talk about this. Right. I've never watched a red table talk episode and you bet your ass. That's the first one I'm going to watch. <laughs> I did actually, this is horrible and I shouldn't say it out loud. I did think about it when I watched that. But listen, listen, <laughs> all of us thought about things that we proud of when that moment <laughs> happened. Okay. We all did. It's, it's, it's okay. It's, you know, as long as we can fess up to it. Well, friends, I don't know if we did any good today at all but we at least had a couple laughs and enjoyed our beers and we hey hope that apparently you did too. at some point i said something profound apparently and so ogan i got said that. all the profound things i got that i'm taking that i'm taking that with me in the gospel according to tim ogan is the savior 
Thank you, friends, for tuning in to Pup Theology Live. You can show your love to the show by becoming a supporter on Patreon. Get access to pre and post show banter and more. Visit patreon.com slash Live to get started. And a big thank you to our current patrons. Listen anytime on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Our top cities this week are, drumroll please, Sydney, Australia, Creedmoor, North Carolina, and Corvallis, Oregon. My aunt used to live there. Watch us Tuesdays on Facebook around 4.30 um, p.m. Eastern and find or create a pup theology in your town. Learn more at puptheology.com. And until next time, friends, drink responsibly and keep those conversations flowing. And you are now free to move about the cabin. <laughs> it really does sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like I, nice. And at first I'm like, no, it doesn't. And then he says something like that. And I'm like, no, it sounds exactly like that. <laughs> <sighs>